Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. You're listening to the Misfits of Industry podcast. Right now, I'm going to talk about how to deal with the bullies and haters from your past by using kindness and forgiveness. Imagine that. We're going to talk about that and how to keep a positive attitude and keep looking up. All good things right now. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's having a good week. I'm having a fucking great week. (laughs) I'm always having a great week. And even if I'm not, I try to keep it positive all the time, try to look on the bright side of things. And that is kind of what I want to talk about today. You know, my guest schedule, I had Seth Dale, my magician friend on, and I've got some really, really cool people coming. I need to get back out to California because I'm doing a lot of my guest segments uh, over the next couple weeks. I'm filming and and, um, recording probably 15 guest segments with all kinds of cool guests. But in the meantime, I like to keep the podcast going, and I like to keep the advice flowing, and I feel like I'm making a dent. I'm giving back. I'm helping people. I'm getting a lot of emails and a lot of messages and Instagram messages and Facebook messages from so many people who are getting advice, taking advice, listening to the podcast, and it's fucking helping them, and that's the biggest thing. This is the advice that I use. This is the the principles and things that I use in my personal life and in my businesses that have actually given me the success that I've had and have helped me. And now people are applying it and it's working and that makes me super excited. But I wanted to talk today about some basic things that we're, that you we start dealing with. I think that we all deal with, but, and I fucking hate the word hater. It's such a played out term, but there's really no other way to describe this. So it's, we're going to talk about how to deal with the haters and bullies of your past. These would be the people that fucked with you in high school or college or from your childhood or family members or other people that just generally give you a hard time or have not supported you or have tried to shit on the things that you do and how to deal with them by using kindness and forgiveness and how it automatically just shuts them the fuck down. Um, I had it. I dealt with it this week, and that's why I'm talking about this. I try to just use a lot of times the experiences and the things that I'm dealing with in my life in real time um, to kind of share them with anyone that wants to listen to them and, and apply them and, you know, to their own life. I am a big time problem solver. That's like the number one thing that I excel at is, is problem solving, fixing things. I can always see a situation and how to fix it. And so that's why I kind of feel like I am, uh, I'm well positioned to help you guys learn how to fix problems in your lives and business because I'm doing it myself and then just passing that knowledge on. Obviously, if something I'm doing isn't working, I'm not going to talk about it and pass it on except for maybe to give a warning as here's what not to do. So anyway, one thing I can promise you for sure in life and in business and in any other aspect of you know what you're doing, if you put yourself out there you will be tested. If you fucking put yourself on a pedestal in any regard, you will be tested, whether it be by God, the universe, friends, family, whatever forces of fate and nature will test you to see if you're the real deal, to see if you're fucking legitimate. 
You can't go out in the world and sit up on your soapbox and start pounding your chest and talking about how you're an expert on something or a fucking guru or a life coach or a positive motivator or, you know, an entrepreneur, any of these fucking things. Once you start putting tags on yourself, labeling yourself, speaking as an expert, the universe will fucking test you. Believe me, you're going to be tested. You have to be ready to be tested. So I got tested this week, (laughs) big time. And um, it was a really rewarding experience in the end, but it super fucking pissed me off in the beginning. And uh, it brought back a lot of old bad feelings and practices and things I used to have. Um, And it made me want to kind of revert back to my previous self, you know, my unrefined 26-year-old self when I was a fucking wild man and would just like get wild and crazy, fight people, argue with people, um bulldoze and pit bull and bully that was my my tactic you know in in business in life when i wanted to get something i would just run everyone in my path over until i got to the finish line and got what i wanted obviously years and wisdom and experience and loss and death and fucking misery all of those things have uh, accumulated in my life and taught me some really valuable lessons and molded me into what i am today But this week, what I'm going to talk about is the experience that I had and how you can honestly deal with the haters and bullies in your life from your past. Look, it'll fucking work for the present people too. It'll work with anybody. But what happened to me was someone from my past blew into my life very briefly with just enough time to piss me the fuck off, say some hurtful, horrible shit, get me all wound up, and then bounce back out. So let's talk about that. So as your star starts to rise, and it doesn't have to be fame and fortune, it could just be you got a job promotion, you're doing a little better financially, you're doing a little better with your weight loss, your fitness goals, you're doing a little better with parenting, you're doing a little better with your small business, whatever it is, when you start to rise a little bit, and you talk about it, and look, I don't think that anybody should be bragging. Bragging is you know nonsense. Pride Having a healthy amount of pride is good, but being braggadocious, eh, that's that's nonsense. If your if your motivation is to brag and make everyone you know think how great you are, you're fucked already. That's not the kind of behavior you should be participating in. But I'm talking about when you start to rise a little bit and you share it. You put yourself out there and you say, Hey, you know what? I'm really excited. I got a promotion at work and I'm super pumped about it. You want to share that with your friends and family, or when you finally decide to step out. You know, maybe you were the guy or the girl that weighed, you know, a hundred pounds more than you should have a couple years ago and you lost all the weight and you got super into fitness. And now you want to share your weight loss journey with other people. And you can kind of tout yourself as an expert in that field because you fucking lost a hundred pounds. And, um, now you're looking good and, and you want to share with people how you did it. So now you put yourself out there as like a fitness coach or an exercise coach or whatever. And of course, there's going to be some dickhead from your past that's going to come in and make that fucking comment about, wow, you used to be so fat or, I mean, good that you lost the weight, but can you really be an exercise coach since you were fat for so long? You're just, there's always going to be, I'm just using that as an example, but there's always going to be some fucking piece of shit out there that is miserable, some miserable fucking curmudgeon that wants to just shit on what you've got going on for no good reason. So this is kind of what happened to me this week, except I'm going to make the disclaimer that the person that tried this shit on me is not a bad dude. He's not a piece of shit. He's not a curmudgeon. He's a little mixed up and I think in a dark place in his life. But here's 
Here's the bottom line, and it's not going to be all about focusing on my story. I'm just going to use this to kind of segue, you know, between what I'm going to tell you happened to me and then how to deal with it. So I've done a lot of things in my life. I've done a lot of things in entertainment business, music business. I I wore a lot of hats. You know, if if you've listened to my early podcast and you know my history, if you haven't, please, for the love of God, go listen to the very first podcast, number one. It's important if you enjoy anything that I talk about, if you think that anything I say makes any sense, if you think that I'm not a complete dickhead, go listen to the first fucking podcast. Find out who I am and where I come from. It'll help you relate to me as a person and it'll make my my subject matter and my mannerism a lot more palatable and relatable. Otherwise, if you don't really get me and you hear me rambling off on here, I probably sound like a fucking idiot. Okay, enough of that. So this guy from my past, he was a kid when I interacted with him, literally like an 18-year-old kid. He was a part of a, a group that I was working with. He was a hired employee of this group. He traveled, did some traveling around the country with me. Um, I didn't have much interaction with him. I, I kind of just segued the relationship. I found him on behalf of a client. The client needed a, you know, a hired gun. So I found him and hired him. He fit the part. He was the right look, had the right skill level. He was young, which was we were a little worried about his age, but he fit the part. And so I just segued the hiring. After that, I interacted with him very little. We traveled. You know, I was a part of this traveling production. We traveled a little together. Barely ever spoke to him. Kind of had a, a little bit of a falling out when he left. At the end, he didn't really leave good. He didn't like give his two weeks notice. He kind of just bailed on this group. So there was some harsh words exchanged, probably something in the effect of like, you little motherfucker, fuck you, you know, just some bullshit, but nothing crazy, nothing I held a grudge over I ever even thought about again. I've seen the guy, uh, the kid, he's a guy now, but I, I've seen him a handful of times, five or six times over the last 10 years. I mean, this this one I worked with him was probably almost 10 years ago, you know, um, but I've seen him a handful of times over the years since then, run into him at some social events. I think even one time I worked in a studio on a project with him. He was hired as like an engineer on a music project and, you know, spent a couple of days in the studio. Nothing but laughs and handshakes. Uh, maybe even smoked a joint with the guy. I, th- I think that, you know, I very rarely partake in marijuana. It gives me panic attacks. But I think one of the last times that I had, I think it was with him. He offered me some weed and, and we smoked, you know, smoked a joint together anyway. So, you know. All friendly terms, just an acquaintance of mine. This kid blows up my fucking social feed the other day with some bullshit. Just takes a shit all over me. Just fucking unleashes his negativity and insecurity and frustration all over me. I want to tell you about that. So this kid, just for whatever reason, I had posted something on social media. And I think it was a photo. You know, um, one of the photos that my photographer friend took of me, I think I'm like eating sushi in the photo. It's just he took it. We're literally out having lunch at a sushi sushi restaurant, and he just fucking snapped the picture. And um, I used it, and it was kind of like, you know, hey, always give more than you take. And I'm such a big proponent of that. If you know me, you know that's the case. Give, 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 give. Give what you have to give. It doesn't have to be money. Give of your time. Give of yourself. Give of your advice. If you have more than you need of anything, give it to somebody else who needs it. Be available. Be ready. If you have no money and nothing physical to give, give your time. Help your friends move. Help your neighbors. Mow the old lady's grass. Help somebody with something. You've got big, strong muscles. Help somebody move into their house or move out or lift boxes or shovel their fucking driveway when it snows. You know, just... Giving is such a foreign concept to so many people, and I'm like, why? 
Don't you want to be one of the great people? Don't you want to be one of the people that fucking matters in the world? The people that matter are the ones that give. Fuck the rock stars. Fuck the millionaires. Fuck the entrepreneurs. Fuck the billionaires. Fuck all of them. The people that matter are the people that give. It's all about giving. This podcast is a gift. I don't monetize this shit. There's no money here for the couple hundred of you that listen to this every week and for the growth that we have. I'm here to help. I'm here to try to offer this as a way to help. And in my regular life, as all of you know, I will give you my fucking phone number. I will talk to you. I'm, I give. I spend hours a week giving advice. But this isn't about good deeding or what I do. This is not really about that. It's just about the idea that you have to give back, okay? So this was the, the point of my post. Give more than you take. It's important to give. And that's the truth, man. If you take, if you take 49%, then give 51% back. That's just all... All it's about for me in life is giving, giving, giving. So, and then you get a lot back. It's very rewarding. Anyway, this kid sends me a private message on Facebook. He sees my post and he sends me this private message, which paraphrased is like, I don't buy into any of your fucking positive message bullshit. I remember back in the day, like you were like a ruthless businessman and you were, you know, were fucking climbing over anybody to get where you wanted to be. And, you know, there was some financial transactions that, uh, you know, where like, maybe I should get some of my money back for some things that I, you know, that I put money into. And it just, what he was saying didn't make any fucking sense to me. I literally wrote him back and I was like, huh? Are you maybe accidentally talking to the wrong person? You realize we've seen each other like a dozen times. And even like, I saw you like last year, you've never been anything but nice to me. You've never said anything. So we start having this back and forth. And before long, this kid is blaming me for like everything in his life. He actually at one point said that I was the reason why he quit the industry and he fucking, you know, he, I was just such a horrible experience working with me and like all this really negative, dark, fucked up shit that I couldn't believe, but it gave me pause. And I thought for a minute, is it possible that I'm that fucked up and I don't, didn't even realize it? Like, was I that much of a shithead? And then I thought, no, no something's got to give here. So to stop the long back and forth, because I was giving him the time of day as somebody I know, I try to give everybody the time of day, you know, I'm not like a, uh, an asshole like that. Somebody reaches out to me, I will absolutely try to respond. So I'm going back and forth with this guy on Messenger. And finally, I'm just like, fuck, I'm going to call you. So I call him up. He used the Facebook Messenger, you know, where you can uh, just fucking dial a call. And I get him on the phone. And I was like, dude, what is the deal? What are you even talking about? And so we end up talking for a few minutes. And it turns out that he really doesn't mean any of the stuff he's saying. And he doesn't even believe what he's saying. And he turns out that he's you know, backpedaling on everything he said. Well, actually, no, you weren't the one that did that. And actually, no, I never put any money into anything with you. And actually, no, you don't owe me anything. And actually, no, I shouldn't have even said that. And so it ends up him, like this apology tour, where he's apologizing to me over and over again. I'm so sorry. I should have never said anything. I guess that I just saw your post and it ignited something in me and it made me jealous. I had come to your home one time and I saw your home and how you live and I saw your, the beautiful things you have, and I saw all the instruments and the studio in your house, and I thought, I want that. I want that someday. And here I am, you know, still working, and I haven't made the progress that I want to make. I'm doing good, but not where I want to be. And I guess a little bit of jealousy, and I guess a little bit of that. And when I saw your post, and I just thought back, like, you know, I didn't really know you that well, and I just thought, you know, I wanted your attention, I guess. I know it sounds childish, but I wanted a rise out of you. I just wanted a reaction. And a reaction he got because I was fucking pissed off. 
So, of course, first thing I do is I call him on the bullshit, and I'm like, hey. Because he was like, oh, so you're being all defensive. Like, of course I'm being defensive. Everything you've said is fucking bullshit. You're trying, you're literally trying to shit all over me. I said, like, what are you going to blame me for next? Global warming? You're going to blame me for fucking Donald Trump? You're going to blame me for everything that's going on? Like, what, what, what have I ever done for you? I found you. I gave you an opportunity. This other group was looking for someone. You fit the description. You said it was a dream. He goes, you're right. The opportunities that you gave me were the biggest and best opportunities I've ever had in my life. You literally handed me the keys to the kingdom, and for that I'm eternally grateful. And the experience I had traveling with you and your team was probably one of the best memories of my whole life. I have no complaints and no regrets about it. So then I, of course, respond with, well, what the fuck is the problem? And that's when I get that ultimate answer, which is, I don't know what motivated me to say those things. I guess I just wanted a rise out of you. I guess maybe it was jealousy or maybe it was just anger because my life's not going the way it should go. And that was that's the key point right there. My life's not going the way it should go, right? This is what happens when you start to rise. The haters and the fucking bullies of your past, they don't want you doing better than they're doing. They don't want you doing better in general. The only thing that would make them happy would to be to see you down on your luck. If someone doesn't love you, and if someone doesn't like you, if someone's not your fucking supporter, they don't want to see you doing good. They don't want to see you driving a new car. They don't want to see you buying a big house. They don't want to see you paying your fucking bills on time, getting promoted, marrying the handsome guy or marrying the pretty girl. Or They don't want to see that shit for you. They want to see you fucking miserable and poor and broke because it makes them feel better. That's, that's the motivation for a bully in the first place is insecurity. That's the motivation of those shit-talking slimeball fucking trolls on the internet that go anonymously around and just shit on other people's hard work and do that kind of stuff. They're just motivated by their insecure people with no self-esteem, and it makes them feel better to knock somebody else down. It makes them somehow feel elevated when they can shit on somebody else. So that's not what this kid was, and I want to make that clear. He was not a a bully. By He was someone who in his past shared with me was extremely bullied. Um, this was just a classic case of someone seeing someone else rising and making them feel a little insecure about their own position, which is sometimes where a hater comes in versus a bully, right? So how do you deal with these people? That, that's my story. I'm done talking about that. It, it resolved. The, the, the good news is we ended up talking on the phone for over an hour. We shared some laughs. There was an apology. I apologized to him. If anything I had done in my past had hurt him, even if it was unbeknownst to me and unintentional, I apologize. Of course, I don't want to hurt anybody or be the cause or a stumbling block for anybody. We made amends. I invited him to, to come spend some time with me, and he lives in California. He's going to come spend some time with me next week uh, when I get back out to L.A. And, uh, and he's a really great person and a really talented guy. And you know what? I might even have him on this podcast at some po point to discuss this. It would be great to, to talk. But anyway, how do you deal with it? How should you deal with it? When someone shits on something you've done or shits on you or your family or something you love, how should you respond? First instinct is always going to be to defend yourself. Stand up. Get pissed. Puff your chest out. Flex your fucking muscles. You're ready to fight. Fight or flight response. That's, that's the classic. And that's what I did for years. And, and it, look, that's still very much a part of me. I'm half Italian, half German. I've got a firecracker temper underneath all of this molded clay in life that has taught me to be calm and zen and 
forgiving and kind, and I am all of those things. I am forgiving and I am kind and I am peaceful and I love people and I love to help. All of that is true. But the other part of my, the other side of my personality is also, I love to punch you in the fucking face. I love to lose my temper. I love to drive your car off a fucking bridge, blow your house up. I've got that in me too. So it's kind of balancing the two and, and letting, you know, letting the good prevail. So how do you deal with it? The answer is simple. You deal with bullies and haters in the way that's going to come the least naturally to you, but it's the most effective way. You deal with them with kindness and forgiveness, which at the end of the day is how I dealt with this situation in my life this week was with kindness and forgiveness. This kid comes at me and shits on me, and I apologize to him in case I would have hurt him. I build him up and pay him compliments. I treat him with kindness. I invite him to come to a premiere for my new bar in Glendale, on the house for free drinks and bring a friend. I invite him into my life. I invite him to be part of what I'm doing rather than being excluded from it. This is how you catch more flies with honey, as the expression goes. I invite him to take part. This is what you do. When someone shits on you, I'm not saying, you know, this isn't like a turn the other cheek. This is more like, I guess my version of this would be, when someone slaps you, don't stick your face out to get slapped again. And certainly express your distaste for being slapped and i'm not talking about physically we're talking about you know this is hypothetically this is a metaphor (laughs) when someone shits on you when someone goes on the internet and says something negative about you or when you post that piece of art or that project you're working on that you think is great and somebody comes out of the woodwork and shits on it you don't need to go on there and defend yourself you don't need to respond at all sometimes the best response is no response just ignore it but if you're in a position like i was the other day where you can't ignore it or it or it needs to be addressed just fucking use kindness and forgiveness and watch how quickly the situation resolves nine times out of ten you can turn the person that is antagonizing you into a friend and an ally versus an enemy these people are jealous of you that's the reason why they're doing it There's a fine line between love and hate, my friends. For someone to be passionate enough about you to hate you means that at some point in some part of them admires you, loves you, wants to be like you, is intimidated by you, is feels slighted by you because you're doing what they want to do. Or or a lot of times what I've gotten in my life is, what the fuck makes you so special? Like, why do you deserve this? Why should you be here? You're not even that good at whatever it is that you're doing. And to them, I would say, you know what? You're right. You're probably better at this than I am, but I'm more motivated than you are. See, that's a difference. I'll get up earlier, stay up later, work longer. Here I am, man. It's like three o'clock in the morning and I'm fucking podcasting after an 18 hour workday. That's the game. The person that probably thinks they're better than me and probably is better than me, they're sleeping right now. That's the difference. So I would use that as my kind of response, you know, just put it back on them. Like, hey, you're probably right. You probably are better than me. And you know what? You should take a crack at this. Just use kindness. Be patient. Use forgiveness. If somebody shits all over, you got to you got to just honestly be willing to look them in the eye or type back to them or however you're interacting and just say, I'm actually sorry you feel that way. And I don't know what I did to offend you. And if anything I did offends you, like, I apologize. It's not my intention to offend anybody. And if my work or my project or whatever it is about me bothers you, probably the best bet would be to just not follow me or or not participate in the things that I'm doing. But I want to leave the door open. I would love to hear your advice. If you have some honest criticism for me, if you think something I'm doing is fucked up or wrong or I could be doing it better, 
I can take constructive criticism. I would ask you not to be disrespectful, though. Like, come on, I'm just a person like you. I don't want to be shit on. I don't want to have mean things said to me. I don't want my feelings hurt. Like, I'm not made out of stone, you know? I want to be treated decent like anybody else. So if you really think what I'm doing sucks and you really you really feel like you have to share that, not to be constructive, but just because you you really think I need to know that I suck, if that's what you have to do, I guess then go ahead and do it. If you have something constructive where you think maybe you could help me be better, I would love to hear criticism in a constructive manner. I would love for you to tell me, you know, maybe in private, not out in public where my laundry is getting aired, but maybe message me and tell me what you think I can do to be better. Responses like that will knock this person off balance. They're not going to know how to deal with that. They're not going to know how to respond because they're expecting you to come back and be like, fuck you. That's what they want. Just like this kid told me, he just wanted to get a reaction out of me. He probably wanted the big over-the-top bravado that I might have done in my younger years, like the fuck you, motherfucker, say that shit to my face. Next time I see you, walk up to me, have the ball. You know, this would have been me super fucking, you know, juiced up on testosterone, all five foot ten inches of me. <laughs> I'm a small build guy, but I've got a firecracker temper, so it's like when I get angry, like Joe Pesci. When I get angry, I turn into a linebacker, right? <laughs> so I'd be running my mouth. Big bravado. But nowadays, don't you know, I'm not going to give that reaction, and you shouldn't either. You don't want to give into that because that just negativity fuels negativity. If you believe in the laws of attraction or things like that, and you know negative attracts negative and, and positive attracts positive, so if someone negative comes at you, don't give them what they want. Don't respond with negativity. It's not going to do a fucking thing for you. It's just going to make it worse. So how to really deal with these people. This is it. And it's short and it's simple. And this is what we're going to end with for today. <laughs> I'm sure this will come up again because I, I actually have gotten a lot of questions about this. You know, I've got somebody, how do you deal with somebody who's not supportive, family members who make fun of what you're trying to do or people telling you're not going to be anything? That's another podcast. But for now, we're talking about, you know, bullies and haters from your past people coming up. So in your life, whatever you're doing now, your star is rising. You're listening to this podcast. You're probably listening to other shit like this. You're getting ideas. You're talking about going into your, your field, doing your business. You want to take the next step forward in your life. You're becoming a motivated person. That's a dangerous thing. That's dangerous for the world, right? In a good way. Now you're a fucking dangerous person. You're got, you've got motivation, that means you're going to start to get up a little earlier, stay up a little later, work a little longer, work a little harder, think a little more, save a little more, talk a little more, branch out a little more. And as you start doing all these little more steps, your world starts to get bigger, your star starts to rise. But oh, there's all these people around you from Deadsville, Kentucky, Fuckville, Pennsylvania, shit dick New York, right? All these different <laughs> shitty towns where you come from, where I come from. These people you came up with that aren't doing anything, they're watching this happen and they don't like it. They don't like what they see because it reminds them of how small they are. If you come from the same town as Billy Bob, and Billy Bob sees you on the shiny lawnmower and he's still on the rusty lawnmower, he's going to think to himself, what the fuck? Why is he on the shiny lawnmower? Let me see if I can knock him down a peg. Oh, Mr. Big Britches thinks he's hot shit riding around on that fancy lawnmower. Let me knock him down a peg. Let me see what I can do to level him out. This is how fucking people think, man. It's just the way we are. We're fucked up animals, but this is the way we are. 
So when you start to rise a little bit, just expect it. It's a part of life and it means that you're doing good. If you don't have any haters, you're not doing it right. I use this term and it's such an old term. I was really surprised this kid like hadn't heard it before. It confused him. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I said, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. And that expression basically means not everybody's going to like you. You're going to have to piss some people off and make some enemies to get the job done. That's just the way it is. As you rise, other people are going to not like you, not like what you do and not like fucking who you are. That's okay. If you're not having that effect on people, you're doing something wrong. I promise you, if everybody thinks you're great and everything you do is perfect and like you are, you're fucking vanilla. You're not, you're not changing anything. You're not rattling anything. You're doing nothing. You're probably a fucking doormat for everyone around you. You've got to be pissing some people off, ruffling some feathers, breaking some eggs while you're making those omelets. And when that happens, the best response is this. Never get angry. Put anger out of your mind. You're no longer angry. You don't care what these people say because these words do not matter. The only thing that matters is what you think. The only thing that matters is what you say. The only thing that matters to you is that your thoughts and your actions are in line with your beliefs, with your desires, your trajectory, what you've set out for yourself. That's what matters. So what other people say doesn't matter. So there's no reason for you to be angry. No matter how fucked up they say it is, it doesn't matter. What you think is what matters. So once you get that in your head, Always respond with kindness, no matter what they say. Don't, en- don't over-engage either. If you, you give like that spiel that I just gave you to somebody like, hey, I'm sorry you feel that way. If you want to offer me constructive criticism, I'm happy to take it. And then they write back with something like, yeah, here's your criticism. You suck. Go fuck yourself. There's people that are just looking for a rise. And at that point, disengage. Don't allow them any more contact with you. You gave them the chance. You took the high road. You gave them the chance to make it right. They decided to be a shithead again disengage, block them, move on with, don't talk to them anymore, ignore them at work, whatever it is, move on with your life. Don't be a doormat. I'm not, I never promote being a fucking pussy. You can't do that. It's always important to stand up for yourself. And, but sometimes to be the bigger person to truly stand up for yourself is just to use kindness. The bigger person understands that love and kindness is the biggest weapon in the world. The bigger person, the smarter person The person coming up from authority and maturity understands that. And so you need to be that person. So to deal with the bullies and haters from your past, your present or your future, kindness and forgiveness, forgive them for what they've done to you. Tell them that you forgive them, be kind to them, give them an opportunity and move on with your life. That's it for this week. Soon, lots of guests, lots of interesting stuff. Follow me on all social media at the real Zach Neal. And I'm now on Vero. If you're not on Vero, you need to get on there. It's a pretty great platform. Thanks a lot, guys.